This is Life Between Classes, where we talk about what's going on in your life and in your mind between classes. Hey guys, so I wasn't planning on recording an episode today, but I just felt like I wanted to check in because this is one of those days that I would come into class if I were teaching and just sit down with you and have a chat. There's a lot going on, right? There's a lot going on in in our world, but in particular in the U.S. right now with all of this um, civil unrest and the injustices happening. And actually, last night it hit pretty close to home. Um, We had a, a peaceful protest here in Birmingham, Alabama that turned violent and um, it turned into like looting and smashing windows and, and stealing and destroying things. And it's just really sad. It's really hit me today. I mean, I've been hearing about what's going on in other cities, of course, but you know, when it hits close to home, it, it really wakes you up. And um, I don't watch a whole lot of news. Um, I get my news from other sources and um, and don't tend to dwell on it and you know watch hours and hours of the news. But I often do have it on the TV in the morning, at kind of like a low volume, and just hear things as I pass by. And what caught my attention today was when Mayor Woodfin um, of Birmingham City was addressing the um, the things that happened last night and. That really caught my attention, and I just have so much respect for this man. I think that he's a really great leader, from what I can tell. And um, while this isn't my hometown, I'm a transplant here, and I've only been here just about two years. Um, but I do really love this city. I've I've come to love it and and to care for it, and you know, connect with it. So, so yeah, this has definitely been a trigger for me. And, you know, not to mention, of course, the event that set all of this off, which was George Floyd's death in police custody um, a couple of weeks ago. And I know that it's stirring a lot of us and and it's triggered a lot of us, right? Can you relate? Um, One of my dear friends who currently lives in Thailand, he reached out to me yesterday because of course, he's heard about what's going on here in the U.S., and he told me that it's it's really upsetting him, and it's triggered him in, in a big way, and he doesn't really know what to do about it or what to do with these emotions he's experiencing. And um, we had planned to connect today and talk about it some more, but um, some things came up, and, and he wasn't able to. So that Uh, conversation is postponed for now. And Tommy, I'm sure you're listening. So shout out to you for (laughs) prompting me to think some more about this. Um, But I thought I would open this conversation up with the Life Between Classes community because I really think it's worth talking about. And like I said, this is one of those days that I would come in and and you guys, anyone who's been a student of mine knows that we would just sit down and we'd, we'd probably talk for a few minutes about What's going on, how you're feeling about it, and, and what you're thinking. So um, I want to talk about triggers. I want to ask you, what triggers you? Do you know what your triggers are? And what is a trigger to begin with? Let's clarify that. So the way I understand it 
a trigger is um, is something that stirs you, something that like incites um, strong emotions, provokes strong emotions in you, um, and it prompts you to want to act. Okay, um, it's often like a cause of some sort, or a problem, or an injustice that you see in the world. So some some things that may trigger people are things like you know gender inequality. Um, mental health and and people being sensitive to those struggles um what else may be a trigger obviously social injustices um racial inequality all these kinds of things can be triggers and we may be triggered by some things but not others and you know what triggers you may not trigger me in the same way and I think that's okay I think that our triggers are actually indicators about what we feel strongly about, right? They're sort of like um, clues to understanding what our deepest values and what ideals we hold most strongly. So I believe that it's worth noting what triggers us, you know, just simply being aware this sheer act of, of noticing that you're really stirred by something, that something is really affecting you on a deep level and is maybe it's prompting anger or frustration or um, def- even making you feel defensive, like you want to stand up or, or, yeah, stand up for or defend a particular group or, or a cause. Um, that alone is really valuable self-knowledge. But the next step is then, what do we do with it, right? So when we feel these strong emotions, it's kind of uncomfortable even to not do anything with them, you know? Do you ever just feel restless because you're so frustrated or or angered by something, but you don't know what to do with it? And I think this is probably what my friend was experiencing. So if the question is, what then do we do with our triggers? How do we how do we react to them or respond to them is what I want to talk about next. So as I was thinking about this um, topic this morning, when I was sort of just going about my morning routine and getting ready for my day, I came up with three ways that I think that we can um, react or rather, um, yeah, respond to them. So the first way is um, what I kind of think of as alchemizing. Alchemizing? I don't know how to say that word. (laughs) Alchemize? You know what I mean. It's like, um, gosh, what does that word even mean? It it came to me. I'm sure I've heard it somewhere, probably on like a podcast I've listened to or a book I've read. And if I could if I could cite that, if I could think of exactly where I came up with or where I came across this, I would tell you. Um, And if it comes to me before I finish this recording, I will tell you. But let's just look up that word alchemize. (laughs) It's funny, as I was typing that in, I saw The Alchemist came up as one of the search options, which is a fantastic book, which I highly recommend. Okay, so alchemize, let's see how you're supposed to pronounce it. I'm not hearing anything. Alchemize. I think I said, 
I think I'm saying it right. Okay, we're going to go with it. So anyway, um, it says, uh, transform the nature or properties of something by a seemingly magical process. Oh my gosh, I like this even more now. <laughs> so, okay, so what does it mean to alchemize our triggers? Okay, if our triggers are causing, like I said, sort of negative anger-based emotions, then the process of morphing those into more positive love-based emotions would be alchemizing it. So how does that occur? Well, according to the definition, it's magical. Um, but I believe that we are capable of magic. Um, in other words, I, I believe that we, we have like certain powers inside of us that, um, that we're capable of doing this. And we can sort of be for ourselves like a landing ground for negativity and we can change that into something positive if we're intentional about it so what does this look like this could be taking those emotions and using them as fuel to create something that contributes to the solution to this problem or that helps to kind of counterbalance it you know if the the thing that you're triggered by is hate and inequality then acting or creating something that that produces the effect of you know love and equality would then counterbalance or help to <laughs> counterbalance um the presence of those negative things in the world. So this could take the form of a social initiative, a program for positive reform, um, some type of like community project, you know, maybe a community art project or a garden project or um, even a peaceful protest. I think that that is considered um, like alchemizing something negative into something positive and peaceful, right? It It's all of these are ways of acknowledging the problem and doing something with it that contributes to a solution, okay? And you're using the emotional energy that's been stirred by this trigger for you um, because, I mean, ultimately, that's that's what it is. It's energy, and we get to choose how we direct it, how we, how we let it flow into the world, and it wants to flow. It doesn't want to sit in you because, like I said, that can be very uncomfortable and it can make you feel very restless and um, and dissatisfied. So anyway, that's that's one thought on it is like alchemizing it, turning it into something positive that contributes to a solution. Another way that's sort of related, but I do feel like it's a little bit different, um, this is channeling. So can you take that those negative emotions and channel them into something um, that doesn't harm another individual right so this is different from like if we were to just simply react to our emotions you know if you're feeling anger or frustration and you and you react to that or like just act on them directly and allow them to flow through you in an uncensored way you may end up going out and punching someone in the face. <laughs> and is that going to solve the problem? <laughs> Probably not. Is that going to make you feel better? 
maybe in the moment, just briefly, um, because it does involve a release of that emotion. But um, will you be happy with those consequences ultimately? Probably not, right? So, so that's not what we're talking about here with channeling. Channeling, for me, this looks very much more like um, it, it applies, I think, really well to like art, but also to things uh, physical and, um, and gosh, I can't talk. Okay. Things of a physical nature. Okay. That didn't work either. Let me explain. Um, so one way this could look is um, like artistic channeling, turning that energy towards a creative outlet and letting those emotions flow through you and even to be expressed in a very raw way. For example, in college, when I was <laughs> going through my emo phase and, and experiencing a lot of like existential angst, <laughs> um, I created a lot of like really dark and kind of angry artwork. I remember I did like this self-portrait that was super dark and creepy and um, I did some gruesome woodcuts of like a heart with um, hummingbirds sucking, sucking the blood out of it, right? So that was an act of channeling. <laughs> I was experiencing some intense emotions and I decided to direct them um, very intentionally into my artwork. Um, and I came out with some pretty good stuff as a result. So channeling can be really powerful, especially when it's directed towards um, a creative uh, outlet. Um, and you know, so many great artists throughout history have used negative emotions and have used their triggers as leverage for their creations. One that comes to mind immediately is Picasso um, painting Guernica. You know, that was a result or rather that was a direct response to the bombing of this um, small town in the Basque country in northern Spain um, that uh, Franco let Hitler come in and, and test out some of his weapons on. And Picasso was outraged by that. And so he used that to inspire this I mean, his, his like greatest, probably um, masterpiece of all time, Guernica, which is, if you're not familiar with it, look it up. Um, but also looking at it online really doesn't even do it justice. You have to see it in person. You have to go to Madrid and go to the Reina Sofia and experience this masterpiece. I mean, it's just larger than life and it really captures the violence and suffering and injustice that occurred to those innocent civilians that were bombed um and it really i mean it's so moving when you see it you know so a lot of artists have done this throughout history and you don't have to be an official artist or you know a trained painter to to channel your energy in that way it can be just for you just something to get it off your chest and hey who knows maybe you do share it with people and maybe you know, maybe, maybe it prompts something in, in your circle or in your community. And that would be really awesome. But again, it can be as large or small as you want it, but just the, the idea of like channeling it in a creative way. Um, and it obviously it doesn't have to be visual art. It could be, um, you know, music or dance or, 
um, theater. <laughs> um, but just thinking, thinking of that as um, a perfectly valid option for you. And then another way of channeling what I attempted to describe by using the word physical is I was thinking like channeling it into your sport or into a physical activity or maybe like a training program that you're working on. Again, if this is all about energy, you know, emotions, these really intense emotions are a source of energy within us. So can we use them to fuel our workout? Can we use them to fuel our game if you participate in a, in a team sport or really any kind of physical activity? I think this could be relevant. Um, so it accomplishes the goal of like getting that release of emotions in a way that doesn't harm another person. Well, hopefully you're not playing like really violent sports, but that's a whole other thing. I'm not going to get into that right now. Um, okay, so then the third way that I thought of to um, act on our triggers is, t- is inspired by a quote by Gandhi that I'm sure you've heard of, be the change you wish to see in the world. And the way I see this applying to the situation of triggers and, you know, the things that are going on right now in our country is challenging ourselves to embody the values that we want to see around us. So if we, you know, are triggered by the violence, then why don't we find ways that we can embody peace if we're triggered by all of the hate that we see around us, then how can we embody love? And this doesn't have to be in a big way. This can apply to any little everyday action or interaction that you have with someone, even in your household. You know, it applies to all of your your thoughts and um, words and actions. So it's kind of looking at how we can find small ways to bring more of those values into our experience and into our reality and the reality of, of the world that we are creating and that we're contributing to. And, you know, I think it's good for us to remember that we don't have to tackle these big problems all by ourselves. You know, we, we, shouldn't expect ourselves to, you know, solve these very deep-seated issues in one go. Um, But it also doesn't mean that we just give up and think that we don't play a part at all in in the greater picture. Um, It's just remembering that, you know, every little thing that we do and think and say, it all matters. And (laughs) this even brings to mind um, a verse from a song I really like by Fleet Foxes, And I was just talking about this song recently with a friend of mine and the verse that, or one of the verses that jumped out at each of us is the part where it says um, something about like being a cog in some great machinery serving something beyond me. And I think that's just a, a really beautiful verse. I think it's a really beautiful image to remember that we are an important part of the machinery of you know the world and every little thing matters every little piece and um you know screw and 
I don't know, whatever other parts there are in machinery. I can't, I can't think of anything right now, but the idea of a cog is like a small piece, right? But yet it's essential to the proper um, functioning of the machinery. So how can you play a part, no matter how small, in creating a world that you love? Right. And I think the the point here is that now is the time for us more than ever to embody love and compassion and equality and justice. And just remember that we can each do our part, even in a small way, and that it all matters. It all counts. So in conclusion <laughs> to this um to this flurry of thoughts that I've had, um, I guess the, the main points are for us to notice our triggers, to be curious about them, to seek to understand what they reveal about our values, and to ask ourselves, what can I do with this, right? What can, how can I channel or alchemize this energy, or how can I use this to direct my my words and my actions in, in my day-to-day life? How can I act on this trigger in a way that brings more love and peace into the world? And just let your brain go to work. You know, give it a good question and let it let it do its thing. And you may not have the answer right away. It may take some time to for you to sort of figure out um your place in it all and exactly what you want to do with your triggers but hopefully this conversation has been some food for thought and that I've offered you a few ways um, to think about this and to think about how you can act on them so I wish all of you a lovely day or rest of your day whenever you're listening to this and um, sending you lots of love and light and peace And all the good things, all the good things. So go out there, be good to each other, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us for Life Between Classes, where we know that there's more going on than meets the eye.